Hello and welcome to I'm in Agony. My name is Rachel and my co-host Lizzie. Yo! We're gonna talk about episode four of Game of Thrones season eight and then also some of our predictions maybe for episode five. So my big hot take is Dark Danny is for sure real and she's definitely burning King's Landing. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Tyrion is gonna switch sides. Is he? I think so, yeah. Not to Cersei's side, obviously. He's gonna go with Varys, you know? Honestly, here's how I feel. I don't want him. You don't want Tyrion? Like, I don't want him on the Stark side. Like, fuck off, Tyrion. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, me too. He's not, he's not that great. He kind of fucks up a lot. I know. Like, all he does, all he does is fuck up. Like, what's his big win? Finding wildfire and setting Blackwater Bay on fire. That's literally all he did. Danny did fire better. Did fire better. (laughs) Uh, Do you think Arya is going to die? No. Really? That whole thing where she's talking to Sandor when they're walking on the horse, they're riding the horses, she says something about, like, not coming back or something. Oh, I was like, I don't accept Arya doing them. Uh, it scared me. It put the fear, the fear in me. I think she might just not come back to Winterfell. Like she might go traveling or exploring, which is bullshit. It kind of is, but I want her to live, so I hope that happens. I think Clegane Bull is actually going to happen. Do you think uh, Sand or Arya is going to mercy kill Sandor? Maybe. He's going to die, but he's going to kill the mountain. Honestly, it's kind of stupid to have him kill the mountain because wouldn't the fire that Danny like, when everyone else burns, wouldn't he burn as well? I don't know how it's going to go down at all. The logistics of it are kind of weird because you don't know exactly how much of King's Landing is going to burn or what exactly Danny is going to do. Um, I think Arya might kill Euron, though. That's so random. You don't think Danny will kill Euron for killing her dragon? No, I just think it would be re- <laughs> literally just comes from the thought, and I think it would be really cool to see Arya fight Euron. <laughs> Can Euron even fight? I don't know. <laughs> He's just so cocky and cartoon piratish with like really ridiculously swaggy leather clothing. So, does Euron actually think Cersei's pregnant with his baby, and now is the one to do anything with her? I don't, well, I think yes, when she um, tells him, I think he thinks that, but when Tyrion's, like, loudly shouting about it, it's like, how does he know? <laughs> like, there's some major um, question marks thrown up in the air, and Euron's, like, literally right there. He's kind of a dumbass, but if he doesn't ask questions, I would be surprised. So do you think he'll betray Cersei for lying about being pregnant with his baby? And if so, do you go to Team Danny? No. Euron's in Team Euron. He did, He does want to fuck Danny in the books. Like, canonly. Like, he sends Victarion to go bring her back so he can marry her. I know, I've read. I've read A Feast for Crows. Well, haven't you read it, like, four years ago? Yeah, but I do remember this. We talked about it extensively. I know. We have a weird obsession with, the like, great guys, I think. Like, we're not even particularly into them. We're just like, hmm, they seem important, don't they? They're very shrouded in mystery. 
like I don't actually care for any of them. And when I read Feast for Crows, I was so done with the King's Moot because all all the Iron Islanders annoy the shit out of me. They're so frustrating, but the plot is so important there. I feel like it's very interesting. It's important, but we're not sure why. Yeah, exactly. It's very mysterious. Um, I think I I think um Jamie's gonna definitely kill Cersei, but in episode six. I don't think he's gonna kill Cersei. I think really he's gonna try and protect her somehow, or they just die together. Hmm. He really loves her. I think. I I hate it. I hate it so much. I want to kill it with fire. I don't get how it's that bad. Like we've known about it since episode one. I know, but I just it's he's such a dumbass. But it's really kind of hard to tell what's going to happen in this episode because it's a battle, so you really don't know how a battle's going to play out. You just think, oh, I think these people are going to die. That's it. So should we talk about um, the John Sansa betrayal? It was really funny, all the looks that Sansa, Arya, and John, and a brand give John. They're like, the fuck? <laughs> the fuck you saying, man? <laughs> Bran knew the whole time. Oh, I love Bran. Oh, the little uh, side trip right now, the part where he's talking to Tyrion by the fire and the feast where he's like, I don't really want anymore. <laughs> he's like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't like envy me. I mostly live in the past. I was like, God damn it. So he doesn't see the future? Like, I don't get it. I don't, he's, I don't think he sees the future whatsoever. I wish they like explained. No, there's no explanation. I thought for a while he could see past, present, and future. Um, Is he omniscient or can he just see the past? I think he can just see the past now. Like, that's what I'm, what I've gathered now. Hmm. Anyway, back to John Betrayal. He didn't really have a choice. What do you mean? Well, because, like, Danny was already, like, kind of mad at him. So if he, like, sides with, in her mind, sides with Sansa, even though Sansa's, I mean, she's right. And it's not because she's trying to undermine Danny. She's literally just, like, your soldiers are wounded, ours are wounded. If we just march down there now, we're easier targets. Mm-hmm. But John's just like, this is what Danny wants. I gotta do it. She's already mad at me. I don't want her to kill us. Oh, you're a big undercover lover believer now, aren't you? <laughs> like, to I a guess point so. where you believe in it more than most John says, because they do not give John any benefit of the doubt. They're like, oh my god, John is such a bitch to Sansa. Poor Sansa. Like, Sansa is Jesus. She died for us. No, I think he's just trying to keep her, keep, you know, like, political ties. Well, literally the night before, Danny's like, the thing that's going to come between us is Sansa. You know, she's going to try and, like, rip us apart. Be on my side, not fucking Sansa's. So, like, what was he going to do? Be on Sansa's side and make it really obvious that... Yeah, exactly, exactly. But when I said the John Sansa betrayal, I meant, like, Sansa betrays John's... Like, the scene is, like, swear you'll tell the truth. Tell the truth. Swear, or swear... Sorry. Swear you'll keep the secret. Swear. Sansa. Sansa, look at me. And, you know, he does, like, the thing where you, like, put two fingers yeah. to your eyes and then their eyes to make sure they're looking at you. Fucking keep this a secret. Don't tell anyone. This dies here. And then the next scene, she's literally, like, so... What if it didn't have to be Danny? And you know what? I love that Sansa did that. Like, I was all for her betraying Danny. But I just thought it was funny because everyone was always like, 
Sansa's gonna betray John, and I guess she did. It's just she betrayed him to support him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she out of everybody is the one that knows. Hey, keeping secrets and like upholding Stark honor and stuff gets you killed. We cannot keep doing this. Like our house will go extinct if we keep being ridiculously loyal and honorable. And I think that's blockheaded hatred of Danny. Like really doesn't just border on irrational it is irrational like she hated Danny before she even talked to her and she's like irrationally jealous like the looks they were sending like <laughs> that like Danny was sending to um Sansa during the feast and like when John smiled at Danny Sansa literally got up and left like she was smiling and having a good time like John you can do it you can chug that beer and then he looks back and smiles at Danny, and she like literally gets up and walks away. <laughs> you could you could come up with another explanation, I guess, but she has a really irrational hatred of Danny that goes beyond. Even Arya is like, yeah, you know, he did the right thing by bending the knee because we needed her. But what I want to kind of ask you is, do you think Sansa is ten steps like looking ten steps ahead in the future? and sees um, how telling Tyrion about this is going to sort of, like, play out in on the chessboard with, like, him telling Varys and, like, what Varys is probably going to do and how that's all going to affect Danny. I don't know if she knows anything about Varys, but I think she thinks that, like, Tyrion might... Like, does Sansa actually know Varys? I don't know, but I think she knows at least that he'll talk. Uh, Tyrion will talk to him. She might know something from Littlefinger. Yeah, maybe. Um, well, she was pulling a Littlefinger, eh? Yeah, she was. I was like, I'm like, is she just doing this slightly out of just like want, like wanting to uh, fuck Danny over in a small moment, in a little, like a just a little bit, or is she really doing a little finger and like is 10 steps ahead of everybody and is orchestrating something that's going to bring Danny completely to her knees? Um, hmm. I, I kind of don't think either. Like, I don't know if you could tell, but it looked to me like she was crying during that, like before Tyrion came, like her eyes looked fucked. She either looked like she was about to cry or she was going to cry. And then mm. she was looking out at the like horizon, upset that John was leaving because Starks don't survive well. And she knows this secret. So she's trying to protect him. Like, I think she was trying to accept it. But at first, she's just trying to get him to not leave because she just wants him to stay close because she's worried that he's going to get killed by Danny because he's the rightful heir, according to what Danny believes, you know, like... Yeah. And I think Sansa flat out doesn't care who's on the Iron Throne. Like, she's like, good, Cersei should die, but, like, I don't care that much. I mainly just want John, Arya, and Bran to be with me. Yeah, and nobody to fuck with the North. It's, yeah, I mean, I respect that. I was just wondering if... But I think she was, like, when she did that, she was trying to see if, like, Tyrion would switch sides. Yeah, I I just don't think she did it impulsively. I think she had motivations to protect John and or and or take like hurt injure Danny somehow and she could see how it would work out 
Um, but I don't think it was completely impulsive. It was a bit impulsive, though. Like, she was considering it. It's not like she planned to let Tyrion walk partially away and then it's like, well, wait. It's like she was mulling over whether she should do it or not. Like, she'd really... And then in the end, she's like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she was, like, scheming for a long time. I think when... Well, I don't think there was a long time. It was literally the next scene. So how long could she have had, like, no, what hours? I think was hap- what I think happened is when he said, that, you know, as as your brother told me, he's he's not a Stark, she kind of, like, had that moment. And I think she kind of had a quick, like, flash through her mind of what the knowledge... If Tyrion had that knowledge what would happen um and kind of was like working through kind of all the options and then as she walks away she kind of just is like "Mm, should i do this or should i not do this and she's like fuck it i'm gonna do it so i think she was was like both planned and unplanned yeah it was like quickly planned like i think she could see it and she was confident in her decision you know like when her and theon like jumped and ran away Mm -hmm. how it was kind of like opportunity yes it wasn't like completely random like they wanted to escape yeah but they didn't exactly plan for it to happen like that yeah yeah and you could say the same about a lot of stuff on game of thrones so uh, So are you actually going to comment on the sand sand stuff because i think our followers really want to hear what you have to say about it i won't comment just everyone know i i find it disgusting but rachel go ahead I think I, I just, I know there's a lot of Sans Sans that are upset about it, and I get why they're upset about it, but I just refuse to be a Debbie Downer, essentially. Like, I've been like... Negativity sucks. Like, like, it's been six seasons, and all I wanted was some interaction, and literally I would have been happy if she just like smiled at him and said hello like literally that's how starved for anything i was so the fact they even had a conversation and she like touched his hand i was like okay i'm good i can die now that's fine maybe in time i will come back and like be upset about it but at this point literally i just like some like they had an interaction and that's all i care about and there's somewhat in character for him yeah that's what i believe like, he was always like that. He always was very... <laughs> just said really shitty things to her. I know, like, it was not a positive relationship. I mean, like, some people might find it, like, sexy or whatever, but he was, like, really, like, a lot. <laughs> like, the whole, look at me thing was so... That was a lot. That's somewhat terrifying. Mm-hmm. I think I think people would, people don't get at least... In my book is because it's like I'm like I don't want it to be canon canon. You know what I mean? Like I'm a crack shipper. What I do is ship things that I do not want to actually play out in the real plot. You just have to Sure, yeah. Like if I wanted Sansan to be canon, in my book canon would be like he is protects her in some some way. Kind of like a Jorah did, like dies for her. But not as epic, horribly, not as horribly Ian Glenn style romantic and epic. Oh my god! Honestly, like it could never. What what's that guy's name? Rory McCann. He could never, like, pull off a Jorah level devotion. Like Ian Glenn is next level. 
the thing that Rory McCann is next known for is being that guy who goes like dark, dark, <laughs> yeah, in Hot Fuzz. Ian Glenn is like a serious actor. Oh, I love him. What do you think that Daenerys whispered to him? Probably something like, "I love you, my bear," or something. I hope so. The great it's, thing is, it's gonna be our no, so it could be anything we want, and that's what it was now. I uh, know it's gonna be our lost in translation moment. My brave bear, or something. Oh. I really love that his last words are "Here, here we stand," or "Here I stand." Mm, I love Jorah. I'm really sad that House Marwan's gone now. Hopefully, yeah, there's same. another one that just hasn't appeared yet. <laughs> another thing that I completely forgot about until now. It's like, remember when those like two random girl like serving wenches wanted to, like fuck <laughs> Carmen? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the next day, Tormund's like, oh, Southern girls don't like me, so I gotta go. But, like, literally, he, is he just referring to Brienne? I think so. Is he? Did he literally leave just because, like, is he making the entire wild thing, like, all of them leave the much better area down south because he got rejected by Brienne? How much of the wildling's future is, like, being shit on because there's no... What is it, Briennamond? I don't know what it is. Because, like, haven't the wildlings been, like, raiding south of the wall for, like, a thousand long time. years? They really want to get down there. Yeah. I don't know. Tormund, just go be happy. So, Missandei dying was kind of, like... <sighs> it made me sad, because I really like... Like, Missandei's one of... So, in my book, it's, like, on her side, the ones I love. It's, like, Jorah, obviously, because he's so hot. Not as a person, but then Missandei, because, you know, she's also so hot, but, like, she's a good person. <laughs> and then Grey Worm, oh my god, Grey Worm is so much more attractive when he's not as Grey Worm. I feel like they make him less hot, because when he's doing the behind-the-scenes interviews, it's like, hello, I did not know you were, like, a 10. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're all super hot, and now two of them are dead. Mm, yeah. How do you think Grey Worm is going to react to Missandei's death? Oh, uh, he's gonna rage monster. But he's gonna do the same thing Daenerys Sorry, does. Sorry, I thought you were gonna say he'd be a rape monster, and I'd be like, dear, that's not even possible. No, rage monster. Like, him and Daenerys are both just like, fuck everything, I have nothing left. Let's kill it all. Let's kill everybody. Take the throne. Yikes. Yerp. <laughs> Did you actually think that was funny? Yeah, it was funny when you said it. Oh my oh, gosh. gosh. You're I thought I had I am very pleased. My little last thought is about the potential of, of Stephen Delane coming back in episode five. Sorry, spoiler alert for people who didn't hear about that. It's very likely a fleak, so don't even worry. But I want, I want it. I want a flashback. But you couldn't really do a flashback. Like you keep thinking well, of not it with as a Stephen Delane, unless they're gonna like put him in like a full head of hair or something. You keep thinking of this as being a flashback to, like, like young Stannis. I'm like, this is going to be a flashback to some point within the show or just prior, like, when he dips out of King's Landing and Ned arrives. Like, it's going to be in that time period if they do it. Why? I don't know. I also, yeah, there's supposed to be, like, some scenes from Robert's Borellian. Robert's Rebellion play out in flashbacks. That's why I think that. Like, there can, there's confirmed 
gonna be some Robert's Rebellion flashbacks. Um, it's oh. speculated that's gonna be the scene where um, Rhaegar <laughs> dies. Yes, I want to see that. Just <laughs> <laughs> want to see Bobby B's hammer just like um, because Rhaegar's actor is coming back. Mm. Maybe maybe Stephen Delane plays Stefan Baratheon. Like, the dad? Yeah, I don't know why, because he's been dead for a long while before Robert's Rebellion. But I don't know. I think it's highly possible that people are fucking with us. But then HBO got into it as well. Yeah, that's what makes me suspicious. So, I don't know if I should tell you my theory on what would happen if Stannis came back, because it's kind of dark compared to your freakishly optimistic tinfoil. Okay, well, do you want me to do my freakishly optimistic tinfoil and then you do your thing, or do you want to do your No, yours... Well, I don't know, because you could say yours for, like, the humor factors, because other listeners would be like, what the fuck, that makes no sense. But uh, I don't know if I want to out you like that. No, it's fine. I totally, like, admit this is not going to happen, and it's kind of funny, but the idea got put in my head. And I just want to have this little moment where I have my little tinfoil hat on and I can be happy for an hour. So essentially the whole idea is that, um, yes, Stannis killed, I mean, Brienne killed Stannis, but after Melisandre gets banned from the North and she yeets the fuck out of Winterfell, she comes across Stannis's very cold corpse, brings him back to life because his purpose has not yet been served. And then they both go off to Essos and round up followers of Rolor and like priest, red priestesses and priests. And then they come back and do a a, a do over of the the Battle of the Blackwater. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's my little tinfoil. That's my happy place. If it's not, if those leaks aren't bullshit, I think what's going to happen is. I don't know if you remember, but Stannis kind of died. There was like a lot of snowstorms around that time. Yeah. I think they'll just happen upon his corpse that's like frozen. Because <laughs> no one burnt it. I'm okay with that. <laughs> like maybe in the pile of whites or something. I don't know. Even that is stupid. It's a little random. Like what are they doing out there in the wolf's wood just chilling? Walking around. I just want it to be true. You kind of like told you kind of like presented it to me as that it, if it as it was very credible as if it was very credible and then my brain just latched onto it and took it and ran with it. It's been presented by a credible source, including HBO itself. I know. However, I to me, it just seems so ridiculous. <laughs> like, what could they possibly bring him back for? Like, it almost sounds seems as though I guess Stannis was. I don't even know if it's worth speculating over it because I'm like, I do think it has a good shot of happening, whatever it is. But I feel like your Stannis loving, like Stannis apologist brain wouldn't come up with it because it's not going to be Battle of the Blackwater 2.0. Yeah, I'm a really bad source to try and find out exactly what will happen because my my Stannis goggles are on constantly. And your anti-Johnson goggles. I don't think it's anti Johnson goggles. It's like Johnson. It's just like Johnson blinder goggles. Like I don't see it at all. You will. If it, okay, if Jan- Johnson becomes canon, I'm, I'll be like, okay, you were right. That's fine. I, I will happily admit that. I don't have a problem. It's not like I hate Johnson. I just was just like don't care about it. 
I know. It's actually very healthy of you. Meanwhile, I like hate your shit. I can respect that. Like I've said previously, I'm very comfortable with having cognitive dissonance <laughs> dissonance in my head. Like I know you I are. Know, I have no issue putting really on brand for you. Tormund and the Hound. Canon? One sided no. canon. I think Torrin really thinks they're best friends. Oh yes, he definitely does. Because he was like, <laughs> like complaining to him while drunk. Like Torment just loves everybody. He's a pansexual icon. He just doesn't care. He's an icon, that's for sure. Oh, I just love Torment. <laughs> he's so problematic at times, but God, I love him. I he's problematic, but he has a good heart. You know, he's like your one bigot friend. <laughs> Yeah, you're just like, oh, you're just too dumb to know. You're always having to explain. You're like, oh, you can't do that. It's like super problematic. And they're like, huh? You know, like people who are too stupid to know they're coming across as racist. Yeah. Like, Tormund, you can't act like women like that. And he's like, no, no, they like it. (laughs) Oh, God. I find it well, weird that Tormund didn't have anything lewd to say about John and Danny. Like, he didn't give him sex advice or anything like he did with Ygritte. Very out of character, Tormund. What are you doing? Maybe now Tormund's jealous and he doesn't want to give sex advice because he wants to be giving John advice on how to fuck him. <laughs> Johnmund is canon, guys. Okay, but if Johnmund was canon, John would be the top. I feel like Tormund would not care whatsoever. <laughs> He's really like, do whatever you want to me. I don't know. I just, I think Tormund would like to be <laughs> the father. <laughs> like, he'd like to be domed by the daddy little crow. <laughs> My little crow. <laughs> oh, God. Like, Tormund is way too obsessed with uh, John's dick. He is. He's so obsessed. And with how tiny he is, too. He's like, you're so small. (laughs) So do we have any bets going forward? Bets, 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 bets. What are your predictions versus what are my predictions and who's going to get the most right? Oh, no, no. I just, all I can predict is episode five... I'm going to pull the trigger, say Cersei dies. I'm going to say Sandor dies, the mountain dies. Um, Arya, I think, will survive to episode six now. Um, yeah. I think, I think Arya Mercy a... kills Sandor. Mm. I would, yeah. I would agree with that. Um, I don't really, I can't, there's nobody really down there that we care about. Now it's just like John, Jamie. Well, that our main characters. I mean, like that that we hear about. It's just John and Arya, and for you, Sam. Yeah, yeah, and then main characters at all. It's just John, Arya, Danny, Grey Worm. Is Davos? Is he? Maybe. Oh, I think so. Yeah, Davos. Davos is John's like assistant. (laughs) Assistant. (laughs) His PA. executive assistant yeah yeah when dallas gets down there he's gonna be like 
Oh, we're fucked. <laughs> it's just gonna be like, why do I do this? I feel like in a modern AU of like John Vos, even like if you wanted your Sanvos modern AU, we could have like John is like some corporate executive who's not good at it, but he like his personal assistant, executive assistant Davos is like helps him succeed. And then Sansa is like, you know, it's like a family company. So she's another like executive in the company. And John and Danny or John and Sansa are always fighting. (laughs) (laughs) And Davos like moderates their fights. And then Sansa starts fucking Davos. And then there's like John has no one in his corner after that. And Sansa becomes CEO. I wouldn't be care. I wouldn't care if it was Sandos, Johnvos, or neither, because that's comedically, that's comedic genius. It sounds hilarious. Did you do you say you did read that as Johnsa? No, I said Johnvos or um, Sandos. <laughs> or both. But I mean, if you but if you wanted to make it an OT three, <laughs> you would read the OT three John Sansa Davos. I would. Oh my god, really? Yeah. What about the OT3 Sandor John Sansa? No. What about Brienne Sansa Davos? That doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Davos John Sansa Davos. <laughs> you gave it a situation. I can't think. I'm not creative. I can't think of a situation. I can't think of a modern AU to put this in. If 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 somebody gave it a prompt, I would probably read it, okay? <laughs> I'm trash, I admit it. You'd read anything except Johnson? Mm. Almost anything. I wonder if we'd still be such good friends if you had read all of my fan fictions and knew the true inner workings of my mind. We will never know. Wow, this episode has gone on quite long. Bye, guys. Yeah, thanks for listening. Tune in next week when we talk about the big battle part two, sort of. Battle number two, episode five, season eight. Um, Yes, thanks again, and goodbye.